You've selected a show from the Podcast Jukebox, a DIY podcast network. Cripple Content Creations presents Bonus Content! Disability After Dark with Andrew Gerza Shining a bright light on sex and disability This episode of Disability After Dark has been brought to you by Come As You Are. Come As You Are is Canada's only worker-owned co-op sex shop. Trans-owned and operated, Come As You Are carefully reviews and curates their selection of sex toys, books, and DVDs. Now you can get 15% off your next purchase at comeasyouare.com using coupon code AFTERDARK. Content warning. The language content and discussion found within this episode of Disability After Dark will be explicit. Listener discretion advised. Hello, hello, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for clicking on this brand new bonus episode of Disability After Dark. This one, I just, I did this interview this past weekend and I'm so excited about it that I wanted to share it with you right away because I loved it so much and I wanted you to have... I wanted you to have, uh, I wanted you to have, to hear right away. I didn't want to wait weeks and weeks to air because I loved, I love this guest so much. I love what we talked about and I wanted to bring it to you. So happy bonus episode. Let me tell you all about it. On this bonus episode, I sit down with one of my podcast colleagues in Canada and someone who I've listened to for years and years and someone who I guested on one of his shows a couple years ago and I just fell in love with him and I was like, I want everyone to hear this guy. He's amazing and great and I love what he does and I want us to collab. So for years, we've been trying to collab on my show and we finally, I collabed on his show a couple years ago and we finally sat down for my show today. I am sitting down with podcaster, producer, public speaker, Jeremy Saunders, who runs the Turn Me On podcast, a sexuality podcast with his wife, Bridie, out of Halifax, Nova Scotia. He also runs the wildly popular Sick Boy podcast, which is a comedy podcast about chronic illness and disability, and I was on that show a couple years ago. We had the best, best time being ridiculous and fun in the studio, and sitting down with him today... We just kind of continued that conversation, and I was, I'm was i so proud to sit with him and have a chat today. We talk about his experiences with cystic fibrosis and living with CF, and what that means for him in terms of shortened life expectancy, how that affects his sense of time, and his sense of, like, his sense of impulsiveness. We talk about how CF affects his sex. We talk about so many different things. We flirt with each other for the whole hour. We had such a fun time and there's so much going on here. I don't want to give it all away. I'm going to let you listen to this bonus episode with my friend Jeremy Saunders right now on Disability After Dark. Hope you love it and I hope you do because there it is. All right, here it is. Here's my episode with Jeremy Saunders right now on Disability After Dark. So I'm going to you let me know when you're recording. It's going. I just hit record. Okay, perfect. So what I'm going to do now is 
and there's just a big old fucking line right there and you can take that line and match it up with it on your end whenever you go to record and then or edit and then hopefully it works edit that's so cute because it's not happening (laughs) um i have no questions for i didn't write anything down because that's okay i was like we'll just fucking have a chat and then whatever yeah this is my jam i'm all about i'm all about just like winging it um i'm gonna go base like i'm gonna go based on what you told me like what you sent in on your thing i'm gonna like just loosely be like so we chatted about this let's talk about this yeah yeah and 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 uh i'm cool just to see where the conversation goes we can there's nothing there is nothing i'm not willing to talk about so i listen to both your shows i know this all right perfect here um yeah let me here just sit tight for one second i'll be back i'll be back in literally 10 seconds yeah We're back. That literally was 10 seconds. That was, I mean... Perfect. Must be There's nice no to, be able to, to walk around and, th- and <laughs> jump around the house. That's something that... That 10 seconds would have taken me like three minutes. Yeah, but yeah I didn't mean to rub it in. Just, <laughs> I mean, what else are you rubbing in? Um, <clears throat> well, this is so fun. It's so good to see you. I know. It's been it's been what, two years since I we, it was last on your show. Yeah, and you actually, you want to know something super fucking inter- interesting? What's that? Your episode, um, which is now fixed. I, I, I knew that there was some like audio issues with that. We got it fixed. Um, your episode is the most downloaded episode of Sick Boy Podcast. Oh, that's all time. That oh, that makes me so happy because like I don't know, it was just me being a dork for an hour with you guys. It was amazing. We, I mean, I loved that at that episode, that conversation. I haven't listened to that but, uh, since we. I didn't listen to that since we did it and since it came out. So I should I should go back and like. Help those numbers go up again. Yeah, well, you're also you're also probably the guest, the one guest that we've, I mean, not only on Sick Boy but especially on Turn Me On have have like referred to um, more than anybody else. I think. What? So your, no. your name just yeah. Honestly, I'm not fucking joking. Your name just keeps, for whatever reason, just keeps popping up. Whether it's like um, with the uh, do you queer what I queer? They're so great. Thing. Oh my goodness, we we. I'm not, I haven't, I'm not professional Andrew yet, so fuck it, whatever, but like, we <laughs> did, they came to my house to do theirs a few weeks ago, it was the most ridiculous hour of like, I don't know what the fuck we did. Are they not so fun? They're, They're just, so fun, yeah. and so inappropriate, and so <laughs> Yeah, I, I really do, I cherish the, uh, the time that we spent with those, those fellas, they were, they were really, really fantastic, um, and and your name came up like I think twice in our conversation with them, and then we recently had a woman on on Turn Me On a, a, a couple of weeks ago who has CP, and your name came up in that conversation. Um, it's so like I you know cause I, I, I think your name came up on our live show the what? other day in Toronto because we had a we had a, a guest our sick boy guest in in here in Halifax we did a live show and he has cerebral palsy and I think you're you're. You, the conversation about your episode even came up in that live show. That's just yeah. Like, wow, because you know yeah. I I'm, you know you the same thing. We keep our head down, we do our job, and then it's like the accolades are nice. But we don't ex- it's not expected. 
yeah, yeah. Well, it's you know, I don't know. You're just uh, you you had quite an impact on on the three of us. I know that, and so. Well, I mean, if you're ever back in, when you come back to town, we should do. We should do. Oh, hundred percent. A hundred percent. Bridie and I actually were. I think we're thinking about maybe doing a Toronto trip in in the next like month or two. So all right, I'm around. We'll, we'll make something happen. I'm open. I, I have my summer's wide open right now. So perfect. I have not going anywhere. Like I'm not. I'm not doing Halifax Pride this year, which <sighs> super sad. I want. I, yeah. I tried to get back in there. I was like, you need you need another disability speaker, right? You need me again, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No? Yeah. Um, well, maybe maybe next year. All right. Let me pretend like I know what I'm doing. I might also keep. All right. I might also keep this like weird five minutes of nothing in just for yeah, just for you, time. You you do you you do I whatever don't you know like. How to do things? Um, <laughs> uh, before I hear, before I like start doing things though, is there anything that I anything that you didn't put on the form two months ago that you're now like nah, I don't want to talk about this right now? No, not at all. I honestly open book. Let like, let's let's get real deep and dirty into it. Uh, right. I'm good with it all. I am prepared. Okay, so I'm gonna just. Jeremy Saunders, hello. Hi there. Hi. What's up, Andrew? What's up, Andrew Gerza? I am so excited. I'm so excited that you are virtually sitting across from me because we have been in each other's orbits. Yeah. For like a good a good couple of years now. Yeah. Um, or in orbit near misses, left, right, and center. So close and so far and so almost inside each other. Maybe I don't oh, know. I mean, maybe I almost. Mean, I- I mean, who knows? At one point in time, I don't know. <laughs> so um, I'm excited you're here because you host a pretty popular, two pretty popular podcasts uh, in the Canadian podcast landscape. Yeah, I guess so. Um, you host the Sick Boy Podcast, which is all about mm-hmm. living with the illnesses and talking about it. And then you host Turn Me On Podcast with your partner about sex and sex yeah yeah uh turn me on yeah so turn me on is with me and my wife bridie and and we talk about sex and relationships and kink and uh you know gender norms i mean we 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 cover the the whole the whole slew of of sexuality on that one and then sick boy um in a nutshell we talk to people living with illness chronic terminal um physical illness uh, mental illness, but it, the, the catch is it's a comedy podcast. So we're, we're trying to like find the humor that exists within the human experience of being sick. Yeah. You, you three are like ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I've sat across from all of you. Like, I think when you, when I was on your show, uh, we spent a good 20 minutes like figuring out Andrew's grinder name and why it was the way it is. Oh my god, it was so good. Yeah, uh, disabled dick was that the was, was that the name? I think it was disabled. I think it was big disabled dick. daddy. D- something like that. Yeah. It's, it's changed since then because you know. Okay. I've what is more, it now? I don't know. I I haven't gone on the apps much. I don't go on the apps much anymore because okay, okay. people are trash and so people are super ableist and I don't have the energy anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know what? I can't even. I I honestly I cannot imagine. I can't imagine what that what that experience would be like. We just, we just recently on turn me on, we had a, a young woman in, um, who lives with cerebral palsy. Um, but like her cerebral palsy looks very different compared to, to yours in that, you know, she, when she got to the house, she walked up our stairs and walked right into our home and walked into the studio and sat down in the chair. And then when we were done, stood up and walked out. Um, 
but even then, even for her, like talking to her about her experience with navigating Tinder and Bumble and, and Hinge or whatever, you know, whatever dating app she's on, um, just the, the shit that she has to sift through to, to even like, Oh yeah, uh, it's you know, it's like, entertain it's, having a, having someone over or whatever. To just, I mean, and not, it, like people don't realize it's not even to have a relationship. It's to even I just to fuck. Yeah, like I don't maybe want to know you after I suck your dick, but I want like I, right in this moment, that's what I want to do. Can, <laughs> do you have to be an asshole? Like yeah, totally. You, really? So yeah. <laughs> that was a great segue. But uh, <laughs> who are you, and um, what do you do? Yeah. So yeah. So I'm. Uh, I. Who are you? I fucking. I hate and love that question all at once. Um, I mean, I'm a. I am a, 31 year old, um, dying goofball. Um, uh, it doesn't set me off really from anybody else. Like we're all dying. Uh, although I like to believe that I'm dying a little bit quicker than than everybody else. Me too. Uh, because brain image of birth. I get it. I'm right there with yeah, you. Yep. Got it. Yeah. Totally. Okay. Great. Check that box off. Um, and that's, that's, that idea of like a shortened life expectancy has, I think has made me who I am today and it's played a big role in, in the way that I navigate life and, and the way that I decide to make, you know, um, decisions in life, whether they're big or small. And, uh, and it's led me to this point in my life where I am a, I'm a public speaker. I am a podcast host and producer and, uh, I have a, uh, uh, a love for weird, fucked up horror films, and I'm addicted to coffee. And why did I we never talk about that when I was there? Why did we, I love all of those things, but yeah, especially totally. fucked up horror film movies. But um, you also have you live with cystic fibrosis, yes? That's right. Yeah. So, so I was uh, born with uh, a genetic um, fatal lung disease well it's it's not just a lung disease but cystic fibrosis is a multi-organ affecting disease uh but the primarily the lungs are the big one that that's affected um and it's a genetic disease so my mom and my dad were carriers of the of the gene and they fucked and had me and they basically had a 50 50 shot of pumping out a, a child with or without cf and i i got the short end of the stick on that draw and my sister got the long end uh, she was born two years later and didn't have CF. That must have made and like civil rivings, civil rivalry, super. You know what? We I so we hated each other. This is a total side note. We fucking hated each other all the way up until I think like I was I was maybe in grade ten. She would have been grade eight, and we were we were like mortal enemies. And then and then one day we both got each other in like massive shit. Like I had some like I had some shit dangling over her head. She had some over mine. Someone said something wrong, and one of us told on the other, and then the other one told on the other, and we both got in a lot of trouble. And I remember both of us like sitting there looking at each other and and going, "What are we doing? If we just if we just join forces, up, yeah. we join forces, we'll be unstoppable." And from that moment up till now, we're like best fucking friends. Oh, so yeah, I, I love my sister very much, but she she luckily she didn't have CF, so I was the only I was the only child uh, out of the family that's that lived with um, cystic fibrosis and <clears throat> it's been it's been a, a a trying 31 years of living with illness but again I'll come back to it as I always do um, I wouldn't trade it in for the world because it it as hard as it's been it has it has honestly made me who I am and at the risk of sounding vain 
I very much love who I am. And uh, yeah, that's me. I guess that's me. You're that's who I am. So fucking humble, Jeremy Sanders. Like, what? <laughs> at the risk of sounding vain, I'm the best. <laughs> um, but also, yes, the brag there. Yeah, totally. I get that. Like, I I also wouldn't trade my disability for the world because it's brought me to where I am, and it's like, yeah. it's fucking hard sometimes. And there are moments where I really wish that it would fucking go away for like a yeah. split second. But like, yeah, it can be stressful as fuck. So like. So tell me kind of like growing up with CF and kind of going through puberty and do, being like trying to be a dude who like how did how does CF affect affect all of that or does it or did it? Um, well, you know, coming up, I, I, I think I lived a pretty normal teenage life. Um, um, you know, hitting puberty, becoming like, you know, in my in my early days of like a sexual being. Um, it never really presented any issues. Um, it, it, there was, I, I remember a time in my life where I, I was thinking about, um, like my future and what my future might look like and how the idea of like having kids was something that really scared me. Yeah. Um, and made me feel, uh, a lot of feelings of like negativity just because of this notion that like, oh, I have, you know. I have a shortened life expectancy. I'm probably not going to live very past, very long past my 30s. So, like, who the fuck's going to want to be in a in a long? Who's going to want to be married to that guy, or who's going to want to have kids with that guy? Who's not going to be around for that experience? Is that um, still a thing that's happening right now? Uh, is that is that same thing happening right now? That like, that like feeling? that no, well, that feeling and and the belief like has. Has medical science progressed enough where you like can see forty happening or? Yeah, well, well, that's a good question. I mean, um, it's 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 entirely possible that I could see my forties. Um, the average life expectancy, if someone was born today in in Canada, would be uh, uh, just over fifty, which is incredible compared to when I was born. When I was born, my parents were told you'll he'll be lucky if he if he makes it to his twenties. Fuck. Uh, when I was when I was ten, it was like you know the average life expectancy was thirty. So for the majority of my adult life, I thought, uh, okay, I have until I'm thirty. Like that is that is the that's the date that I have to squeeze out everything that I can um, before before time stops. Now I'm thirty one, and I'm like, fuck, dude, like, I'm is it terrifying? I'm getting old. When you like when you like hit the eve of your like thirty first birthday, where you like the what like what the fuck do you do because you set your was, whole yeah it was it was very like it was very bizarre because you know there was this excitement of like oh my god like i'm after today like when i turn 30 i'm now living in bonus time but there was also this feeling of like uh i didn't plan for this you know i didn't bonus I didn't time for... sounds like a mario kart like yeah i ate the star and and turned you know super saiyan and i was just ready to like fucking blast through through the atmosphere but but i also didn't i didn't plan for that you know like it it had enough um this is one of the i would say one of the negative sides of of living a life where you where you feel as though um you know a shortened life expectancy is this gift so you can live every moment in the present moment and you, you know, um, you kind of go, you, 
you make decisions a little more, maybe a little more uh, rashly, or rashly, and and you live you you know you live life to the fullest, and there's something very romantic and exciting and fast about that, and I love that. However, you know, I didn't plan for fucking retirement, and I definitely don't have retirement funds or. You know, there's things like long term that I'm going, well, what if I do live till 40? What if I live till 50? What if I fucking make it? What if what if at that point you make it to six? Like, who knows? What if, what if they find a cure? Yeah. I'm like, 50 and I'm like, fuck, now I'm here for like a long ass time. You know what I mean? So I don't know. It, it, it's got its pluses and its negatives. So what Jeremy's um, saying is patreon.com slash <laughs> Yeah, totally. Totally. Patreon.com slash uh, disability after dark. Uh, patreon.com slash sickboy podcast and, and patreon.com slash turn me on that's podcast. Cool. yeah and just send all your money there and we will set <laughs> up some sort of retirement fund for jeremy slash myself slash for yeah, all of us that's right that's right um, uh, but coming back to your coming back to your question about uh this may, i don't know if you know this this might you might find this kind of interesting i'm ready back to my like my um my puberty days are like coming into my own as a sexual being. Um, C-U-M-M-I-N-G coming into your own? Coming into my own. I was doing a lot of coming. A lot of coming in my fucking pants. A lot of wet dreams. I my life. That happened to me yesterday. Hey, what up? A wet dream? Mm-hmm. Oh, whoa, no way. Because when you can't jerk off any... Well, because I can't physically jerk off myself. So my body's just like, oh, I've got to release this. Whoa, that's so wild. I didn't even think about that, of course. Because if I couldn't jerk off, I I mean... I mean, uh, yeah, I'd be coming in my sleep too, I guess. Not even, no, not in my sleep, was watching TV and just. No. Yep, not even aroused. That's not a wet dream. Not That's even. A, wait, we're wet daydream? Not even aroused, wasn't even turned on, and all of a sudden I was like, oh, okay, I just came. I don't know how to feel about that. Holy shit. I mean, that sounds exciting. No, <laughs> it's actually the most. It's, it, it sounds great. The reality is like, oh, fuck. Yeah, fuck! I got it changed. Now like, I'm covered. Now I, no, I have to yeah. explain to my like super religious attendant why there's a wet oh, spot in my pants, no. and I have to pretend like it's not a thing. Great, oh, no. awesome, yeah, so that. Yeah, this is so funny. Um, uh, so so yeah, right. Um, when I was a teen, CF didn't really have too much of an effect on my on my sexual life. But what did was I had what's called phimosis, which is a. It's actually kind of common. It's a. It's an issue with your dick where your foreskin is so tight that it can't retract over the head of your penis. Oh. And so that so it, it was awful. It was really painful. So like if I tried to have sex, if I tried to have like penetrative sex with a partner, um I I it was too painful because it would be like trying to stretch the 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 opening of my my foreskin, but there was no give on that there's no elasticity on that skin so i had to get circumcised when i was like 16 15 or 16 i got circumcised no i mean yay for your dick because it didn't hurt anymore but also yay for my dick yay for my dick oh you know what though i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna step in here i really love i actually prefer the look of a circumcised penis over a, a an uncut penis you know i've put a lot of penises in my mouth over the years and what do you prefer? Do you, do you prefer the feeling of a of a of a of a turtleneck, or do you prefer the feeling of a, a crew neck? I have to say, I like a circumcised <laughs> cock super, and maybe it's because I am circumcised and have been since I was a kid. But I enjoy a circumcised penis. I don't mind uncircumcised, but there's a weird flushiness to it that yeah. is, you know, 
That's how I mean. No, no offense to anybody with a Listen, uncut. If you are uncut, I love you. Put yeah. your dick in my mouth anyway. It's fine. Totally. We'll figure shit out. But like, <laughs> but if I'm gonna put a dick in my mouth, I'd prefer to have uh, a cut penis in my mouth. I I just love I just love the way it looks. I love so I mean just you know to to humble brag again. I love the way my dick looks. And ever since I got that circumcision, gonna have to send I'm me just, a photo I'm later. Like, dude, I'll send you. I'll send you all the fucking dick pics, dude. I got lots. <laughs> I'm okay with that. So, speaking of that, you might like dicks in your mouth. You also put in your form that you are heteroflexible. Yeah, I, th- I think I am. I, you know, I'm. Um, what would I say about heteroflexibility? I am. I am not against the idea of um, being physically turned on slash pleased by uh, a male. However, I'm really, really, really uh, like picky. So, so I've I, my in terms of like me and my my uh, for my for for the majority of my life, all the way up till you know up to like now, um, I've I've been more so like pretty heterosexual. I'm I'm very turned on by females. I love women. I, f- I love women too much. Like I. I fall in love every 10 seconds. I go walking down the street. If I go to Toronto right now and the sun's out and I go walking down the street like three blocks, I'll have fallen in love six times like within it's a It's because you'll have my picture on your phone. I know this. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Okay. So, so I love, I just, I love, I've always loved women. I really love women. And I love spending my time around women. I'm, I'm a lot of, I have a lot of female friends. I've just always been driven towards that. Um, but in the last like, I don't know. Since Bridie and I opened up our marriage, really, uh, in the last like four or five years, uh, I've been kind of curious about some very specific men, and very specific being like there's there's I can maybe count on my on one hand the amount of men that I would be totally game to like explore with, and having putting that to the side, I've I made out I I. Some, uh, somewhat recently, like within the last year and a half, um, <clears throat> I made out with a guy, and I really enjoyed it. However, he would not be one of those men that's on uh, that I can count on my hand. So you he, can, he wasn't so my you type. can like make out with a dude, but you're not like, but your wrist is what, what who's whose penis or genitalia you will put in your mouth. I would, the, yeah, I could, I could imagine in my mind right now. There's probably two humans that exist that I can actually think of that I know personally that I would go. Yeah, I'd, pro- I'd suck your dick. Gonna pretend like one of them's me. It's totally... <laughs> <laughs> it could be. Gonna just Never pretend do. like one of them is... Because, you know, it's a sex podcast. But I want to ask you about the the first question, about the thing you wrote about how, because of your short life expectancy, you kind of were feeling about doing rash things when you were younger, and even, maybe even yeah. now, and all that stuff. So does that, like, impulsiveness, does that translate to your sexuality? Hmm. I think so. I mean, I think that 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 partly plays a role in um, in the fact that my wife and I are polyamorous, that we that we explore sexual relations and and intimate and and emotional relationships with other people. Um, uh, It's, you know, I think it's maybe a little less in 
a little more inclined to to be open to experiencing things that that maybe some people might have to put a little bit more thought into you know um you know the first time i ever went to like a sex club there was no thought i was just like fuck yeah let's go you know um uh whereas i know i know a lot of people in my like social circle where it's like that's a, that's a decision that you might want to sit on for a little while and discuss and and figure out you know, like, all right, if we're going in here, like, what are our boundaries and how does this work? Whereas I'm like, I don't know, let's figure it out as yeah, we go. Yeah, I'm the same way as you. I'm like, let's just go. And it, let's and go, let's try it. Like, yeah, because, absolutely. Well, because, you know, you're on bonus time, so you don't have time to, like, sit and ponder every, like, possibility. you got to go. Yeah, which, again, is like there's something very romantic and, and exhilarating and exciting about that. But also I think there is something to be said for the fact that um, – Maybe some of those decisions should should uh, grant a little bit of discussion or time to sort of figure out how you actually feel about a certain thing or or what have you. But but for the most part, I'm I'm pretty game to like explore and and try try new things. You know, if it like I don't know if if um, one one example of this would be like the the time that I that I figured out that I. I have like a, I'm I'm really into spit play. Up to Fun. this point, me too, I didn't know. Though it. also, yes, like it, there for it. Yeah, I did. I didn't know I was into spit play, and and I feel like if this had happened to maybe some other people that I know in my life, that they they might they might have like squelched any kind of feelings that that have come up. But I was in a scenario with a partner of mine, and and she she we were having sex and she just like grabs me and, and looks me in the eyes and is like spit in my mouth. And I, you know, I didn't go, what? I just went, yes, ma'am. And just spit right in her mouth. And then, and then like, could the moment it happened, just like got so like I was engorged. You know what I mean? It was like the hottest thing I've ever fucking felt in my life. And then the next thing I know, it's like, well, she's spitting in my mouth. I'm spitting in her mouth. We're spitting all over each other's bodies. Like, it's just like, I couldn't get enough spit, you know? Um, and I think that all that plays into this 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 notion of like just go just go with the just flow. Do. It's like it's like the the rule the golden rule of improv. Always say yes. Just always say yes. Yeah, and also because you have a disease, like what's going to happen to you? You have a disease that you already know is terminal. We already know this. You already know this. So like, what's what is the worst that's going to happen to you? The time's mm. going to end. You already know. Like so. Yeah. Whatever. Fuck. Who cares? Yeah. yeah exactly. There's this like wider sense of like now because. Because popular media and the way they've portrayed CF has been has is often wrong, yeah. And not, I know that people might think, oh no, his partner could contract CF if he spits in her mouth, or vice versa. Yeah, right, right. <clears throat> Which is not how that works at all. No, I just wanted you to give you a minute to like dispel the people. They're like, oh no, the dangers. Like, so it's yeah. not. Yeah, I mean that's that's the thing that just that just comes with you know uh, taking time to educate and. Uh, he, he, actually, the funny thing is, like, CF isn't isn't very um, isn't really represented in media. Um, I mean, I, I can I, is, I, I, I aside mean, from aside from what the movie that just recently came out, Five Feet Apart. I have which so like many a, feelings about that that I feel like did, we need to talk about because did you go see it? Did no, you go, I didn't. You didn't see I'm it just because okay. like, I thought of you and I was like, you know what? This is not, I can't. You're not. Yeah, it. You know what? It's uh, it is a fucking emotional roller coaster that film 
However, I will say this. Um, Justin Baldoni, the director, uh, and the team that, that created that film did an exceptional job of representing what life is like living with cystic fibrosis. It floored me how well... How did well you like go into that movie ready to be like, oh my God, this is a bunch of ableist bullshit. This is going to be like... Yeah, I mean, I, I did have like a sense of like, okay, here we go. It's like some like fucking hokey Teen romance. romance crazy anime romance episode. Like, yeah, exactly. It was not that at all. I mean, there was, it was a very like, it, it was a very fun, bubbly romance story, but, um, but at the heart of that film, it was not that. It was truly like a, a film to, to shine a light on what it is like to live with cystic fibrosis specifically. And they just fucking nailed it. Like I, I bawled my goddamn eyes out because I was so just taken by, by this overwhelming feeling of like, oh my God, oh my God, this is what it's like to, to find, to see myself on screen. Like I, I've never, I never even realized that I didn't have that, that I didn't know that until right this now, right this moment. All right, well, maybe, maybe I will check it out because I saw the trailer. My very first thought was, I know somebody with CF. This is bullshit. I hate this. I'm not like, fuck no, you. No, you know no. what? Yeah, it's good. It's good. For, like coming from the source, it's uh, it is, they did a really good job and I, I love that film. I think they did a, I think I, I'd watch it again. And, and <clears throat> I don't watch movies twice very often. Wow. So, Director, something. team, people, you, the, if you listen to my show, which I know you don't, but if you do... You never know. You never know who's listening. You, I, I mean... I just heard some crazy news about someone listening to Turn Me On today that oh, tell me, sort of made me tell me kind of like peeking the knees. <laughs> do you want me to tell you? I sort of do. Uh, apparently, Willow Smith is a <gasps> huge Turn Me On fan. What? I know. I haven't told Bridie yet. I just I literally just found this out like twenty minutes ago before I came Fresh to see you. Prince of Bel Air's kid. Yeah. Yeah, she's really into like she's been reading a lot about Polly lately and stuff and she's posting on her stories and someone reached out to her about our podcast and she messaged them back and was like, Uh, yeah, I like cannot stop listening. Anyway, I gotta I'm 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 freaking out. I gotta I like mean, find a way to her and be like, ah, Come on the show. Anytime you'd like to. Like, also bring your dad. <laughs> totally. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? That would be amazing. Can That'd your dad do the intro music for this one episode one time? <laughs> yeah. Well, there's, like, speculation that um, Will and what's her name? Uh, Jada. Jada. That they're, that they're, like, in an open relationship. I have a feeling that's true. I feel like most relationships are in open relationships. After you've been together that long, you'd have to be. I, I, I feel like it's probably like a, a pretty big thing in Hollywood I would say I, I mean I don't fucking know but I would I would just say like assume but also Willow if you have any disabled friends who want to like talk about disability yeah. on yeah, yeah yeah another great Canadian show also what I love about our shows is that they, we were both nominated for a Canadian podcaster award this year yeah that's right and yeah, that congratulations was, to you on that. congratulations yeah. to you too it was kind of nice to be I saw mm -hmm. that and I was like oh yay it's like awesome that we're in the same grouping together yeah, it was really nice. It was a very, very much an honor to be, to be uh, recognized that way. Well, you know, because I, you have cool studios, and you get to go do like. But I am in my little apartment, being like, "Hey, so it's a podcast I'm doing. What up?" Isn't that the wonderful thing about podcasting, though? You know, like, I mean, turn me on. This is this is my studio. Like, a studio is our fucking living room. 
I like mean, I could show you. You know what I mean? Like this is where we record. Turn me on. Just like it's so. Know, that's chill. I mean, all right. Super chill. Term, like, Sick boy. We we have a we have a studio that we record out of downtown Halifax. It's a little more, a little more bougie than than my living room. But that's the fucking great thing about podcasting is like you don't need a studio. You can do it anywhere. anywhere. And you can do it. You can do it from your wheelchair. You can do it. On, on your bed, on, on foot, out on the street, you can do it from your bed. You can do, you fucking do podcasting from anywhere, and it's just like it is of one of the most accessible mediums out there for disabled people. Amazing, totally, yeah, totally. And you and I, you and I, we're not in the same room. Like we are uh, not in the same room. Toronto. I mean, now that I know you're heteroflexible, I want us to be in the same room, but we're not. It's fine. <laughs> Oh, you never know. This, this whole hour is going to devolve into me flirting with you. It's totally fine. Yeah, I, yeah it's totally fine. Um. How, but so CF didn't affect your sex life when you were younger. Does it affect your sex life now? Do you think, or how? Like, how does it? <laughs> it kind of is now. Tell it me, actually, yeah. Tell me uh, those stories. Well, well, I'll get this right out of the way. It's affect it. So I'm sterile. So uh, I actually can't. I can't impregnate anybody. Is hard. No matter how hard I come, I ain't gonna get you pregnant. So that's been a. That's actually quite like that because I don't have any. Um, I don't have any aspirations or wants or desires to actually procreate. I don't want a kid. Do you, is that no? Is that because do you don't want a kid because you you might pass on the illness? Uh, no, no, I'm not worried about that. I mean, if a kid got CF, I, I've you know it's a hard life, but I've I'm I'm rocking it. I've I've lived a good life, and yeah. I don't I, I don't think that I don't worry about that at all. Um, the not having a kid thing, I, I think I'm just too selfish. I can't imagine like changing my life the way that it is right now to all like all for the sake of having a kid. I don't I also don't like you know there's like a nihilistic part of me that looks out into the world and goes is this really the fucking place that I want to like bring some someone into? Like is this the world that I want someone to be born into? I don't really know. <clears throat> so there there's a bunch of different reasons, um but I think the biggest reason is like I just don't want to. I don't want to have to be responsible for another human. I have, I have a fucking dog, and that's that's already enough for me, you know. So, <clears throat> not being able to have kids was uh, was I would say a plus side um, to to my sex life. Um, uh, but recently, like just recently, I've started to notice. Uh, actually, this happened. So this happened the other night. I was having a really uh, very very hot threesome with uh my partner um becca and a friend of ours and it was like uh it was really it was like things were really hot and heavy it was uh it was kind of like a like a a really intense sort of um cardiovascular workout we'll say there was like the sex was like constant and and hard and and sweaty and like br- like everyone's breath was just like heaving and heaving and heaving and so <clears throat> um we i as soon as i came which it was like kind of an effort to like get to that point <clears throat> right when that happened i collapsed back on the yes we all know why you're coughing so if you want to if you want to cough in the mic i know like, it's it's cool i know why it's happening i don't want to cough right into it it'll just blow out the fucking yeah, everyone's eardrums um but as soon as i came as soon as i climaxed i fell onto my back and i was so short of breath 
Um, and it was the first time that I was like, whoa, I'm at this, you know, I'm, my lung function is actually, uh, it didn't affect my sex cause I was able to do it. It was still really fun. And I, you know, everything came to an end, but laying there, it took me so long to catch my breath again to the point where like, uh, my two partners that were with me that night were like, are you okay? Like, are you okay? And I was like, I'm totally okay. I just need like a minute here. But it made me kind of realize, like, man, this this is uh, this is just the beginning of that slow, gradual process where, you know, what's it going to look like in a couple of years when I need an oxygen tank twenty four seven? I mean, we could pimp that shit out. Could pimp that? We absolutely could, could. Yeah. Find a way to make that super sexy. Draw some dicks on it. It'll be. It- I mean, it'll be fine. Totally. But it. But it was this sort of moment where I had to like sit back and go, oh wow. I've never really thought, I never thought that far ahead. I never thought about that. And now it's, now I'm, you know, and it, it wasn't just that night. Like I, you know, my partner and I had sex the other night. And again, I was just so winded. Because my lung function is is significantly lower than it has been over the last 10 years. You know, I'm, I'm working with like 50% lung, lung function. So, Shit. and that's only going to get worse. Like it, it progresses just like CF does. Um, so it was, it was like a, it was a bit of a, there was nothing, it was not neither good nor bad or, or there was no judgment behind it. It was just a sort of realization, like a wake up call of, oh, hmm, that's interesting to think about. I'm, I'm going to get to a point where it's going to be really hard to fuck because to fuck, you need to breathe. I mean, and, and, you know, it's like it's all part of it. It's a workout, you know, so. And so, how, like, how do, how do, Let's go. Let's go to the polyamory part of it for a minute. So, like, all your partners know you have CF. The whole world kind of does because you're like a big celebrity, and that's kind of what you <laughs> do. So, but like, yeah. how do you how do you have those discussions about disability and your needs and all those things with different partners? Like, how how do you handle disclosure? Uh, well, I mean, in terms of disclosure, my like you said, like my my entire life. There's not really much to my life that isn't put on blast. Um, you know, every single, every single Monday I'm talking about with, you know, other guests, what it's like to live with an illness, you know, talking about fucking, you know, shitting my pants because I know I have, I'm missing 75% of my large intestine or or talking about, you know, talking about, um, coughing up blood and being rushed to the ER or what have you. And then every Wednesday I'm talking about my sex life. Talking about who I'm fucking and and when I'm fucking and what it's like to fuck and and talking about to other people about their sexual experiences and relating that to mine and so there's when it comes to like disclosing things I I've never really been one to tiptoe around or 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 be shy of of bringing those things into the forefront. Um, luckily, I think I'm I'm pretty. I would say so far I'm, I'm very lucky in that there hasn't been much where I'd, I have to disclose ahead of time. Like for example, in your, your scenario, you know, I'm, I'm sure that there's, there's things that you, you may or may not want to like disclose to a partner because like, okay, my body doesn't move this way or I can't move that way or like don't fucking move me this way because it doesn't feel good. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't really have that yet. You know, I, I don't have the, th- this whole thing of like, um, when I'm we sure have sex, will... I'll be telling you the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'll disclose to me what I can do to you. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 
Um, but like, I'm sure there will be a time where I'm with a partner and I'll have to disclose, Hey, listen, like I'm going to need you to do most of the physical work here because I, I, I'm not going to be able to like breathe. I'm not going to be able to breathe. You know, I'm not going to be able to like lose my, my breath. Um, so count like, you know, count doggy style out, count, count these like certain positions out i'll just lay here and you you get on top and like and use you me. do the work and i'll just you do the work and there. use me and i'll just be there and and you know i'll be your fucking like sex doll like does but, that like, I'm, does that do you feel because i i've had moments where and i've said this before where i felt like i want to be able to do that i want to be able to like throw you around the room i want to be able to be really aggressive mm. and i want like like and that's ve- that's very much me I'm very much like that in in general. Like I'm a, I I'm a very so dominant right now. It's very. I'm having such <laughs> conflicting feelings. What was? <laughs> I'm a very dominant person. I like to I like to command the space. I like to use my you know I'm a I'm a strong guy. I like to use my strength. I like to feel like I'm in control. Um, I like to you know I'm very bossy. I like telling people what to do. Um, but that's there's going to be a point in time where like i'm probably not going to be able to do that as much yeah uh, because again of my lung function and and i'm okay with that you know i i think that there's there there's sure there's a lot to be like there's a lot to be sad about there like i could choose to be very bummed out about that however there's also something to be said about about the power of 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 shifting your perspective you know um an example like this this just kind of came to mind while while we were talking here but i remember one time having sex with a partner and <clears throat> she got on top and i i made this conscious choice to go i'm just going to fucking lay here but before i did i i grabbed the the you know the, the back of her the back of her head and kind of tugged a little bit on her hair and pulled her ear in and in a very like loving but commanding voice just told like demanded her to use me i want you to use me and then let go and just kind of laid back and i remember both of us looked like in that moment it was kind of like the spit in my mouth thing where it was like i didn't realize how how much i fucking loved that until it came out of my mouth and i don't think she realized how much she fucking loved that until it came out of my mouth and and then afterwards we talked about it and she was like, that was the hottest thing in the world. And I was thinking to myself, yeah, that was really hot and it felt really good. And now I'm sitting here going, well, I could, you know, I could do some semblance of that someday when I can't control, I can't physically like be commanding, but I can still be vocally commanding. Oh, totally. Like I'm maybe I'm having an erection right now and I don't know why. Um, <laughs> but no, but I think it's, I think it's like really important because like we don't think about the ways that we can access sex when we can't move. And so I, like, that's how I command the people that I sleep with. I'm like, dude, yeah. like do it now. I'm much mm. more like shy and kind of weird about it. I'm like, Hey, would you, do you want to do like, I'm much more like, I want to be your friend. Cause I'm afraid people will just get up and leave. But yeah, like, sure. But like no, I think that y- that you've maybe tapped into like a whole other part of accessible sex we don't explore enough. Mm, yeah, yeah, and it, I, it's always it's it's even with accessible sex, you know, it's it's always a process. It's always a learning opportunity. Um, you just need to be. You just need to allow yourself to be open to to exploring that and finding 
different scenarios and finding different options and different routes and different detours to make things work for you and your partner. Um, and, <clears throat> you know, again, coming back to like acknowledging that I'm very lucky and that my I haven't been affected too much by my disability, there will come that day, but I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that because I'm up for the challenge. I'm up for that 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 exploration of like finding all right fucking new life new me new body how do i how do i make this work for me on the day you need the oxygen tank please text me and let me come with you and we will yeah. like, like <laughs> let me tell the dude, let, let me be like listen he wants dicks on it put some vag on it put him some yeah, totally. on, please this is what he wants we've talked about it figure it out yeah, totally. And also, it's like, I don't know, maybe there's, like, smaller oxygen tanks that I can, like, use for, I don't know, whenever, like, butt play or something. Like I don't know. Sex they're tanks? Like, yeah, I mean, they're all, they're, they're, they look fucking phallic anyway. So yeah. Might as, well. might as well just play with it. <laughs> That's right. Um, I want, like, so how do you, how do your partners deal with the fact that, like, you... You are very comfortable with the fact that you have a short life expectancy, and you're like that's your kind of your brand now. You're like I'm gonna die, so whatever, fuck it, like here it is, mm-hmm. which is hot and cool, and I'm all for that. How, what were those? What have those discussions been like with your wife and with your partners? And yeah, they. I mean, you know, I'm. I'm. I again, I'm really. I'm just so fortunate. Like my my wife and I, she, she, she's known from the start. You know, like it, it was never a surprise to her. Um, when we met, it was a very, it was again, as it is now, like it was a very everyday part of my own dialogue. Like, this is where I'm at. This is what I, this is what I expect in my life. And this is, you know, it was, it was very at the forefront. Um, and she's always been really like great. You know, she's, she, I've, oh God, I love Brady so much. Like she's taught me so much and taught me so much about, about, um, being present, not getting too lost in the past or the or the future, acknowledging the past and the future, but like really just allowing yourself to be present. And she's she's so great at that. And so I think that that's also just given her this ability to to like myself, sort of just roll with it and go, yeah, I know Jeremy's probably not going to be here for long, but that's okay. We're here now, and let's make the most of this now. Um, and then Becca, my, my long-term partner, my, my, my girlfriend, um, we've been together for a, a few years now. She's a nurse. Um, so, you know, she's oh, so very, actually yeah, she's, like a, she's already a caretaker. Um, she knows the ins and outs of what I deal with and she takes care of me very well. And, um, I think her training as a nurse has like sort of pre- prepared her for what, what it might be like to to be in love and and be intimate with someone who lives with a, a you know a, a chronic disease um so i kind of hit the fucking jackpot to be honest with you i mean you sort of did i mean yeah i mean uh, like i fucked one of my nurses once when they were oh not, when yeah they were not my nurse i mean and, and we had a we had a one night stand and then we didn't hang out again because things got weird but uh it, <laughs> it's for a minute, it's hot, and then it is hot. There's something. There's something really hot about it, and also something like, I don't know, something sort of reassuring about it. It's like I, I, to know that my partner, 
who inevitably is and will have to be my caretaker at some point. Like, everybody who's sick needs caretakers in their life. Yeah, which and, is why and, Dr. Phil's a fucking asshole and should never have <laughs> somebody said, and fuck you. Anyway. Yeah, totally. Yeah, the whole thing about, like, you can't have a wife and a, and a caretaker. Yeah, like, I mean, all, that, all those relationships fail. Like, fuck right off. Yeah. You're, not, you're an asshole. Yeah, honestly, fuck off with that. But also, not and you know, to play devil's advocate, Ready. That that takes a lot of effort. It does. It, it, it is very. It is a very. We've actually we've we've covered this on Sick Boy a couple of times where it's like that's a lot to ask, you know, for for your wife to also be your caretaker. Like some people just can't. Some people aren't ready for that. Some people can't do that. However, some fucking people can, and Bridie yeah. can, and Becca can. And so I'm very, again, I'm very lucky in that they are there for me. And for I agree with you to a point. If somebody says to me, if somebody said to me, like, hey, Andrew, I wanted to suck your dick tonight, but I realize you, like, I realize doing that would require me to, like, do things for you that I'm not ready to do. You know what? I would much rather you tell me that than, like, put yourself in a situation you're not happy with. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, like, we, you know, we had a, we had a gentleman on the show on Sick Boy who has Parkinson's. And... One of the, the the discussions that he was having with his wife was was, you know, she was saying to him, "I love you, and I I will absolutely be your caretaker." But I don't know if I I don't know if mentally and physically I can handle being both your caretaker and your wife. And I want to be your wife. I want to be your wife till the day either of us die. So maybe instead of putting that stress on the two of us, let's hire you a health. A, 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 let's hire you a caretaker. I mean, I, I think, and I, you know, I think that's such a great idea. And I talk about it on my show all the time. Like, mm-hmm. I did an episode a few weeks ago where I did like, hey, so if you want to go on a, you want to go on a vacation with your disabled partner, how do you do it? And I constantly say like, make bring an attendant with you if that's possible for you. This whole romantic notion of it has to be the two of you. Mm-hmm isn't always let that go it doesn't have to be that way yeah it is like it can be the two of you but if there's a third there that's gonna wipe your ass if you need it take that like sure take that yeah Yeah. if if it's gonna make things easier and and more digestible for the two of you then add that fucking third wheel in there do it yeah and the third person does not have to fuck you they just have to be there when you need things that's right i mean they can if if if, yeah if that's (laughs) cool and what you want sure um Okay, so I have a CF sex question. So okay, yeah, you you cough a little bit because of the CF and the I cough a lot. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna imagine you cough a lot because of it's you because my dick's so big, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> but no, because of the cough. So like when you're going down on somebody, what if you do? Have you been in the situation where you get like a coughing fit and you like? Have yeah. To- yeah, and what I do is uh, I just sp- I spread their pussy lips as wide as I can, and I just go <coughs> right into it. And uh, what I've been told is that the air pressure is just is just so nice, so nice on the genitals. No, I'm joking. Um, I I wasn't sure. I, I was I have never been with a vagina having person, so I wasn't sure if what you were telling me was true. <laughs> no, dude, I've never coughed into a pussy. Although now that I think about it, I think it'd be pretty. It would be a pretty funny story to tell. Um, and I'm pretty sure we just found the title of this episode. Yeah, <laughs> coughing into a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I, uh, I've, you know, I have, I've busted out into coughing fits uh, a couple of times during sex, and I usually, you know, it's like you just do what you got to do, which is 
is stop, take care of like get the cough out, you know, like like scratch that itch, and then and maybe laugh about it, and then go right back into the scene, go right back into the the play. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and you know, I've never really had someone that was like. I, I don't make it a weird thing. Like, I don't fucking care. I don't I don't care to, like, go, oh, you know what? Hold on. It's like if you get a cramp in your leg, right? It's the exact same fucking thing. If you get a cramp and you go, wow, shit, shit, hold on, hold on. I got I to gotta cramp my leg. And then they're like, oh, you do? And you're like, yeah, I do. This is so fucking. There we go. Okay. All right. I'm good to go. And it's like you have a little giggle. You got it fucking out of the way. Let's get back to the sex. Cause I it doesn't Im- have to be weird. No, but I can imagine, like, my own internal thing because I know I have CF. I'd be like, oh, fuck. Like this is me. Yeah, there, I mean, there was a there was definitely a point in my life where that pr- I probably would have been like, oh my god, this is the worst thing that could ever happen in the entire history of the world right now. But I'm I'm man, I'm a fucking grown adult. I'm over that shit. I don't, you know, like there's no there's no need. This is me. Like I said earlier, I love who I am, and this is a huge part of who I am, and this is me, and I'm okay I love with how that. positively narcissistic you are. It's kind of fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like you're a giant fucking narcissist, but you're. I am. I'm a fucking narcissist for sure. The out, of, nicest... out of me, Brian, out of me, Brian and Taylor, I am the most pessimistic, narcissistic fuck out of the three of us. I like we're never gonna succeed. Wow, we're never gonna sell the, the tickets. The we're never gonna. One? <laughs> yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Yet, yet somehow it's still like it's just become a big part of my life. Where I am nar- narcissistic, I am fucking pessimistic. Uh, not narcissistic, Jesus Christ. I, I'm probably fucking narcissistic too. I mean, yeah, nihilistic. But but also, I, there is an optimism. It's like, you know, you can't, you cannot change the things that are unchangeable. No. And so this whole thing of like, <clears throat> of people, of people getting up in their head and and freaking out about the things that are literally not. You can't fucking change it. There's nothing you can do. You, there's nothing you can do. So, so, so why let that take you over? If you're, if there's nothing you can do, and you have to, bur- you have to pause sex for a second to cough a few times. Who gives a fuck? Who I gives mean, a shit? You know, like that's not a big deal. Totally, totally. And like this, see, this is why I'm having erections during this whole conversation because, like, <laughs> it's sometimes living in a disabled body. It's really hard to be as positive as you are. Yeah, I get it. And that, you know what? I totally understand that. I also get that it's not easy to to be, you know, to have a, a, a worldview or a point of view that's like on the more positive side of things. But my, the thing that I always challenge people on that is is it's a choice. Yeah. Just like just like love. It's a choice. Just like polyamory. It's a choice. It's a cho- you make the choice to go I'm going to do this. It's a choice. It is a choice to make, to step forward and go, this is the thing that, that I'm going to do. I'm either going to believe in it or I'm not going to believe in it. I'm going to be positive about it or I'm going to be negative about it. I'm going to love you or I'm going to, going to not love you or I'm going to love you. Like I, I, think, I think that <clears throat> most of the things that we do in our life, most of the things that happen to us, most of the things that we we take on come down to the choice of yes or no there are some things that we we don't have a choice in but there's a fuckload of things that we do and our attitude or the way that we we view the world or our mental 
our you know our, our mental attitude towards anything that is always a choice always i have seen i have seen people who are literally living out the last 3 weeks of their entire life i listened to that to the episode with the dude last week the dude that Audrey passed Parker. yeah that woman made a choice and her choice was to go for these last 3 weeks I am going to be the happiest person that's ever lived. And she's not fucking lying. No. She's not she's not wearing a mask. She's not making that up. She really chose that. She chose to be so happy. Knowing that she was gonna die three weeks from that moment we spoke with her. And she did. She fucking died three I weeks. I remember because I listened to that episode and I was yeah. I teared up after I was like, oh fuck. And so that again, it's a ch- it's a choice, right? That is a choice, just like it's a choice for someone who lives with a a chronic disease to relate to the the shit that comes at them in a way that is positive, just like it's the way that it's a choice to to for someone in in your position to either either take the cards you've been handed and like make something of it, like a podcast, like Disability After Dark, and turn that, that into a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> or, or to wallow in it, and 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 look, there's nothing wrong with fucking wallowing in your own shit. There, sometimes things are hard. I don't always make the choice to be happy or positive or like finding the. Uh, dude, I get fucking bummed out sometimes, and that's that choice is okay too. But as long as you're aware that you're making that decision, as long as you're aware that it is a choice, then you have the power to go. Okay. I've wallowed in this enough. I don't need to do this anymore. I've, you know, I've got my fucking tears out. That felt good to do. It felt good for me. Like I needed a moment to be sad, but now I'm not going to let it just take me and like suck me into this black hole. I'm going to make the choice to like end this now. And so to have the awareness that like, yes, it is a choice. Things are a choice. So make the choice that needs to be made so that you can live the life that you need to fucking live in this moment, you know. That was some deep shit right there. And I'm gonna, say, thanks for coming to my TED talk, everybody. I'm gonna segue right back and go back to the sex question. So, um, <laughs> my sex—I had it now. I forgot what it was because you just gave me some real, some deep cuts to like mull over. Uh, my yeah. sex question was about. So you run a, you do it, you do a sex and romance and love podcast. Mm-hmm. How do you feel like? that'll change when you are not able to do certain things anymore? Like, how are you going to talk? I don't think so. No, I think like, you know, I think that'll just, that'll just add a new layer to those conversations. True. You know, it's like, uh, there's, even if I can't have sex, can't, I mean, can you can't have sex? I mean, you're in a fucking power chair. You can still have sex. I will always be able to have sex. My dick is ready to go whenever it, just let me know and I will figure it out. And and my sex, just like your sex, your your sex may look a bit different than mine right now. And my sex, five years from now, might look very different from what it, it is currently for me. But I'm always going to be a sexual being. I'm always going. I'm always going to be horny. I'm always going to be curious. Oh, we got that. <laughs> I'm always going to be that person. So you know, if things change for the worse in terms of my health, um. As long as I'm alive, Turn Me On will still exist. And Bridie and I will always have things to talk about. Because that not only affects my sex life, but it also affects um, relationships. It also affects my my views on 
myself as a as a masculine man it it affects the way that i i view you know my my body like there's always going to be something to explore or talk about or or dive into um speaking of your body uh yeah send me those dick pics and also um done how do you how do you feel about you know when you look in the mirror and you know you have cf like because media depictions of cf are like Again, the oxygen tank, the like really skinny, mm. frail, like gonna die tomorrow because I have CF. Yeah. Thing. When you look in the mirror and you look at the qualifier you used just now was masculine man, and I think so, and that's true. But like, does is are those qualifiers important to you because you wanna like try to dispel the myth that you're a weak person because you have CF? I think so. Yeah, totally. I mean, <clears throat> you know, I've I've always had. Um, and I'm not. I'm not unique to this. I think every single person in existence, whether they admit it or not, um, have body issues. Sorry, man. <clears throat> the whole reason why this is the show is because yeah. I have body issues. hundred percent. You know, like I look. I have uh, always, and even up till now, have look at myself in the mirror and and um, have always thought things like, "Ah, oh, you're you're a little too skinny," or oh, you're just like you're 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 a little bit." weak looking and you don't look you don't look strong enough you're not tall enough you're not thick enough you're not whatever um and that's a constant thing that i'm juggling and battling with and that all ties into cf yeah but also i know that in my life whether that's out <clears throat> walking walking down the street with my dog or whether that's in the bedroom with my clothes off I can just as easy as it is for me to look in the mirror and go, you look weak, you look scrawny, you look like sickly. I can just as easily be out somewhere or in the bedroom or wherever and think you are very strong. You are very masculine. You are very sexy. You are very desirable. Yes. Yes. Check. Check. And it's, check, it's all of those things. It's, it, it's just, again, again, it's like a choice, right? It's, it's just a pendulum. It goes up and down, up and down. You choose to wallow in it. You choose to come out of it. You choose to look at it differently. <clears throat> for me, it's like I go get my hair cut. Dude, I go get my hair cut. Soon as my hair's cut, walk out of that barbershop, I'm like, I'm a fucking king of the world. I look amazing. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. I look amazing. I feel amazing. And it's just because I sat in a fucking chair and let, you know, my buddy snip some hairs off my head. Like, it's, it, we are so, we are so finicky in what, turns us on about ourselves and turns us off about ourselves on a day-to-day basis oh yeah um but you know i again i'm aware that some days i feel i feel myself and some days i don't i mean you can also be you can also be proud of the fact that your dick was so big that it was trying to get away from itself yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. It just yeah, like, it's trying to escape its own fucking chambers of skin. So like, yeah, I sounds- never actually thought about phimosis as that. As like, your dick's your dick's just a little too big for its like housing. Your dick is so big <laughs> that it's trying to get away from itself. So <laughs> you should definitely be proud of that. I oh, that's so funny. Have no more questions because this conversation was like super organic and fun and chill. It was really fun. Do you need anything else you want to share or say or ask me or anything? I don't think so. I mean, uh, you know, go go check out uh, Turn Me On podcast if you're interested in some some sexy talk that that isn't always just about sex. Again, you know, we talk about relationships and we talk about relationship dynamics and and gender roles and and all those sorts of things. There's lots lots to be d- discovered there. 
And check out Sick Boy Podcast, uh, you know, sickboypodcast.com or churnmeonpodcast.com or, you know, wherever you get your podcasts, you can go listen to that shit. And uh, and that's, yeah, check check that shit. Add me on Instagram. I'm, 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 uh, I'm trying to build that followership, you know. I'm, I'm like almost at the swipe up feature, so... Just add me. I'm almost there. I'm so close. I'm I'm definitely not there. I don't understand Instagram. It's really weird. Uh, it's uh, you know just don't add me. If I can, it's just it's not gonna help me but, in my life. So officially, how do people get a hold of you? Like, what are the ways people can? Actually, straight up though. So at Jeremy Saunders on Instagram, uh, send me a DM on there, and you can definitely. I'm I'm always actually always on there. <clears throat> or uh, if you want to like, if you want to reach out via email, info at sickboypodcast.com or turnmeonpodcast at gmail.com and um, we're always looking for guests we we travel around a lot um, and uh, honestly like feel free to drop a line I'm I'm always up for a conversation and always up for for meeting new friends and um, yeah I'm so I'm so happy that we got to have this chat this, this is, is so, so good because we've been we've been planning I've been asking to come over for literally like, like two years yeah, and and like <clears throat> the last like four weeks we've been trying to set it up. Trying every to figure week it out, and then on Monday I was I was sucking some dick, so I was not available. So I was like, ah. I love I that was my favorite. That you're like, I got some sexy time book. Let's book it next like, week. I'm like, yeah, that's, gotta get that. Gotta, gotta, you know, my sex work was coming happy, over. Happy belated birthday, by the way. Well, thank you. By the time this goes out, it'll be like way long past. But thank yeah, you. Whatever, whatever. It's still belated. It's yeah. you know, 35. Shit. Oh, big grown um, man. I'm going to hit off on the recording, cause, but this is great. Oh, I do have a one last sex question that I want to ask. Yeah, before I yeah, yeah, hit it. I'm not editing it. It can come right at the end. So all of you people that are cut, turning it off right now, listen right now. Um, so you said, you know, your sex is changing. What sex positions can you, can you can you do and not do right now? I can do them all. I can do them all right now. I mean, I can do all, even the ones I don't. I've never even tried. <laughs> I can do them. I know I fucking can. I know in your head you're a sex god, but oh, do it a hundred percent. I in my head I'm the I'm better at sex than anybody that anybody's ever met, except for those times where like I blow my load a little too fast. I'm like, ah, fuck. Start my life. <laughs> yep, start my life. Yeah. Uh, I, but you know what? I think that confidence does go a long way. I mean, I'm not, I'm not actually going to sit here and say I'm the best at sex. No one's the fucking best at sex. There's always someone better than you. And everyone's got different buttons that need to be pressed. And so, you know, it's it's a matter of knowing the buttons. Um, and I don't know how to fly every spacecraft. Uh, oh, I only know how to fly buttons. a couple. Do you have, like, CF-specific sex buttons? <clears throat> uh, CF-specific? No, no, I don't think is so. Is there a I CF, mean, like, kink it, thing that is, like... I don't know. I mean... You know, I've never really looked into it. I wonder if there's like fan fiction on like CF fan fiction or some shit. We should do a Patreon only. Like, actually, yo, you want to actually hear something? This is a like kind of a CF sex specific thing. Already. Um. So f- the whole idea of five feet apart, like we, with the the reason that the film's named that is that people with CF aren't allowed to spend time with we we can't hang out with other CFers because yeah, we can make each other really sick. And so we always need to keep at least six or seven feet apart from each other. Um, and uh, there is someone that I know who has CF, and they are so, so sexy, so beautiful. And we, I've talked to this person at, you know, a, a number of times because we talk about CF, we've talked about the podcast or whatever. 
and it just kills me that I know I could never have sex with this person. Which uh, makes it even more like it makes me want to have sex with them even more. Yeah, because everybody says you can't or you'll die. And I, I imagine, I mean, in my mind, I like, I picture like, what if we just put like, but the like, irony is like, you're dying anyway. Like, and like gown, like what if we just like really gl- like gloved up? We just got like suited up, and then like super sterile fucked. I mean, <laughs> I support that idea. Seriously. Okay. Somebody make that a if you're foray into porn, that's what I want to see right there. That that's the shit. That's my shit. Yeah, if you're making porn right now, make the CF. Like if fuck Sick porn. Boy Podcast goes wide yeah. and decides to like do turn into a yeah. big production company that also does porn, yeah, like, instead of five feet apart, five five feet apart from my dick. Deep. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this was great, and I'm keeping all that shit in because that was fucking that was that was awesome. This was fantastic. Thank you so much, Andrew. We should do it. We should do it again. When you, how do you guys record? You, you guys record. Turn me on from your house. We do, and we re- we record. Uh, we record sometimes in Toronto at the E One offices where we recorded with t- you, a sick boy. The, so, but if you want to record in your house, I mean, this is a thing we're doing right now. So yeah, we could do this. We could do this. I am. Down. I think it'd be pretty fun. Like I would just sit and chat with you for an hour. I think we should figure it out. I'm gonna. I'm okay. Gonna, I'll talk to Bridie. We'll, yeah, we'll make this shit happen. Because this was. I really enjoyed this. This is like one of my favorite. This is one of my favorite recordings so far. This is. This was like Sweet. wow. Um, Sweet. But Jeremy Saunders from Sick Boy and Turn Me On Podcast. Thank you for coming on Disability After Dark today. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Bye. All right, friends, that's another episode of Disability After Dark, the podcast shining a bright light on sex and disability. My name is, of course, Andrew Gerza, and thank you so much for listening and helping the show go. I really appreciate that you all listen and that you come back every week, and I love doing it, and I love shining a bright light on these topics, so thank you. If you want to follow my work, you can head over to www.andrewgerza.com where you'll find my writings, some cool videos I've been in, and you'll see where I've been talking, where I've been doing talks. And if you want to hire me to talk, you can do so there as well. If you want to follow me on the social media, you can put in all my handles on Insta, Twitter, and Facebook at the Andrew Gerza. If you want to follow the podcast specifically, you can follow us on Twitter at DisAftDarkPod or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash disability after dark. This show is a completely independent production. I literally record the show here in my bedroom in Toronto, and that's awesome. So if you want to support this fully independent program, you can head over to patreon.com slash disability after dark, and you can pledge $1 a month to get the show early and get really cool perks like that. And I, I will give you a shout out on the air and thank you for your support. It would be super awesome if you could also leave a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you download your podcast so that this show all about sexuality and disability, something we don't talk about enough, can get more traction and more people can hear about the show. Lastly, if you want to be a part of Disability After Dark, you can submit your suggestions, story ideas, or your minisodes to our email inbox disabilityafterdark at gmail.com Thanks for listening we'll be back next time right here on the program Shining a Bright Light on Sex and Disability 
Disability After Dark. Copyright Notice Disability After Dark was presented, created, and produced by Andrew Gerza and Triple Content Creations, with music by Chris Ujiuchi. Any and all materials, including graphics, audio recordings, and music are property of the owner and cannot be used or distributed without express permission. Copyright 2019